Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu/visit. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting one hundred dollars back and one hundred percent accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by three thirty one. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hello and welcome to Pop Everything, a pop culture podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tim, and I'm Tom, and we have a very Very, very special guest, <laughs> an expert on so many, an authority, the the nation's leading expert. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Zoe, are we? Is that just? Yeah, Zoe. Yeah, that's that's, that's fine. your name. That's my name. Yeah. Okay, uh, Zoe, mm -hmm. you are British. I am well spotted. <laughs> We're in your uh, flat. I was going to say apartment. That's yeah. not right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're in my flat, yeah. Um, you're... And, it's, and it's in England, so we can verify. Yes. London, England. London, Is that too England. specific? What's no, the address here? Uh, we're, in, we're in Hackney. Fashionable Hackney. Mm. Mm -hmm. That means something to a certain Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping population. there's going to be lots of references that the British listeners will enjoy. <laughs> Are you going to, like... Uh, get this. Are you going to slag us off? And <laughs> we're not even going to know? That's... Very rude. <laughs> Coming to a woman's home? <laughs> Ask her to slag you off. <laughs> What are you implying? No, are you gonna like say, are you gonna insult us, but like using lingo that we don't know, so it's gonna yeah, go probably. over our head, and then yeah. everybody else is gonna be like, ah, Almost definitely. Tim thought that was a compliment. It'll be like in Buffy when they say, uh, when they can say wanker and bollocks because no one knows what they mean. <laughs> well, it's like, we could also, well, we can say fanny on TV. Can you do that? Um, yes. Yes, I think that's okay. But you guys say that the C bottom, word right? all the time. Yeah, it just means your yeah. butt. It's mm -hmm. like what little kids, what like babies. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I hurt my fanny. Yeah. I don't think fanny's really a swear word because it's also people's name. It's a woman's that's name. That's messed up. And fanny. Yeah. We had a very famous TV chef called Fanny Craddock. Which sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> like a real low-rent bong girl. <laughs> Um, so thank you for doing this. Uh, thank you for having me. Well known, uh, our favorite person, <laughs> this side of the Atlantic Ocean. Thank you very much. Um, so we asked you uh, to tell us to watch some stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> to educate us. Educate us. I feel like I have to justify what I've chosen. You don't have to justify it. We actually asked you to kind of give it uh, a UK bent, mm -hmm. right? Like... You know, you're the only person we really know over here. <laughs> And, you know, most of the people that know our shows live over here. Mm -hmm. um, you could have run a competition or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or made people pay. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like... They did the Uncommon Event, like right? They just made someone pay thousands of dollars to go on the episode. I feel like I'm getting a good deal. Oh, yeah. yeah. That went to charity or something, right? I think uh, it went to his wife's film. 
Oh. Anyway, let's not talk about other <laughs> podcasts. I love comedy, by the way. I don't get in trouble. <clears throat> they, oh, they're listening. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, you guys all know each other, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're just hanging yeah, out with Paul F. Tompkins and Jason Manzoukis all the time. That's what, that's what America's like. Not yeah. just podcasters. We're all just there. You just know, the way that you hang out with... The Queen. The Queen and James <laughs> Bond. Yeah. The fictional character. Yeah. Not Daniel Craig. No, no. I mean, Daniel Craig, too. But, like, he's always, he's got to, like, defer to James Bond. It's like, Mr. Bond, it's an honor to play mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. yeah he's, a real, he's a real spy. This is all a really clever thing yeah, to the throw real, people off the set. Yeah, the real James Bond, like, nobody knows what he looks like. He's like, what's his face? Uh... Thomas Pynchon or something. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really only know about Thomas Pynchon from this, The Simpsons. <laughs> you have so many books, I know, Zoe. I know. I'm, you're I, so I'm, well right. I'm, I'm, I'm partial, You I'm crack them open once in a while. Yeah, no, they're all, they're all just for show. So uh, we were just like, uh, give us something British. Mm-hmm. Um, so here, why don't you explain? Okay. So uh, I didn't want to pick something that I just thought... I think we have quite similar tastes. And I know that you like a lot of British stuff that I love, like particular like Space is my favourite sitcom of all time, and I think that's probably your favourite like British space. sitcom. And I like Peep Show, and I know you mm-hmm. love that. And I probably could have found something that maybe I didn't even ask, but there might have been stuff that you haven't seen, like Black Books or Father Ted or Alan Partridge. But I didn't want to sit around and we all go, well, that was, a, that was good. <laughs> yeah. We all like that. Um, so my idea was that uh, you mentioned that you hadn't seen Faulty Towers... So I thought I would introduce you to um, what I would consider to be the canon of great British comedy. Um, great as in inverted commas, perhaps, but we'll talk about that. Uh, there were other things I could have chosen, and I'm sure people would have picked different things. I think Porridge or uh, Hancock's Half Hour. I really love um, The Fall and Rise of Reginald Perrin. That's probably my favourite classic sitcom, but I thought let's restrict it to four for the sake yeah, of time. Yeah, you heard I, the I Randy listened, Newman episode? I listened to the Randy Newman episode. Yeah, Tom's um, got a limited attention span. Um, I'm just a busy man. You had a lot of Batman video games to play. Now I do, yeah. So the shows I pick, which I think will mean something to the British listeners, I don't want to say too much about them, because I want to see if there's things that you picked out. There are, there are moments in these, some of these episodes particularly, that are so played over and over again there are, there are moments in these shows that are like the, the most famous jokes or bits in, in any British comedy now were these all BBC shows? uh yes none of them were on the Dave network <laughs> Dave is new Tim well some of them are from like Channel 4 didn't start until I mean it must be 31, 32 years ago now. So there was... And BBC Two, I don't know what year that started, but this is probably a point where there was... Most of these shows were probably on when there was only the BBC and ITV. That We had two channels. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. What, kind of, what kind of country are you guys... And the BBC, of course, has no commercials. It's publicly right. funded. So they would... And they have a remit to produce quality programming, whereas ITV has adverts, so you can put any old shit on. So that was more game shows and... You know, it was a, it's a lower so. class, sorry. Well, you know I love pointless, but it's a BBC game show. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So go through the ones that you gave us. Uh, so in chronological order, I think, uh, the first one is uh, Dad's Army. 
um, the episode that, again, I'm sure most people will be familiar with, where they have some German POWs under their care. Uh, the Faulty Towers episode, again, about the Germans. <laughs> We're very <laughs> concerned about these things. Uh, the All jokes before 1980 were just about German people. Um, the the nineteen seventy seven uh, Christmas special of the Good Life, and uh, the Only Fools and Horses episode Yuppie Love from nineteen eighty nine. That was eighty nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's quite a, quite a jump. The rest are all seventies. Yeah, I know. Like I know about Faulty Towers, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, like and we had that on PBS. Yeah, we also had uh, the Good Life, but it was called Good Neighbors, I think. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. On PBS? It's a bad neighbor's neighbor's situation. <laughs> exactly. Um, but why wouldn't... That doesn't... Actually, no, it doesn't make any sense. Because they, they called it Neighbours. They didn't want to call it Neighbours here because there's a very uh, beloved soap, Australian soap, that's on like, every day called Neighbours. Um, but you would understand the good life, I mean, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. There must have been something at we, the time. Maybe we licensed it from a different country. I don't think so. It was on PBS. I don't know. None of this matters. And, like, <laughs> none of the... And, like, this could easily be researched, right? We can find the answer in two seconds why they changed the name, right? That's not what this is. Yes. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, so on. all those... You might not be... Those aren't your favorites, necessarily. Oh, yes. Yeah, They're, absolutely. like, the culturally significant or Very the most... Very culturally significant, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, you want to go through chronologically? Yeah. Oh, with Dad's army. And and let me say, I purposely didn't like try to understand what was going on yeah. using yeah other for like Dad's you didn't look army. Anything up. Yeah, I yeah. I just kind of this was a season six. You say series six mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Um. So like, the premise is well established mm-hmm. at this point. So I'm yeah. sure there was stuff that I didn't appreciate. Yeah. Right. In this you weird, didn't. depressing... <laughs> oh, no. no there's, there's, yeah, so I, I, I said it probably... I, I asked that you didn't read anything about them. I think context-free will be fascinating to think what you, about these yes. things. And also because sitcom is a... For, I mean, I love sitcoms. I really do. And I think as a format, the, the building of a relationship with people over time is very important. You empathise with these characters, that you love them, that you're invested in the relationships. And that kind of sees you through the moments where there aren't maybe so many gags, but... Out of context, I can't imagine. So, is the premise of the show <laughs> that it's an army of old men? <laughs> now, is it that they're the the old men who aren't, you know, mm-hmm. at, at, on the front lines and they're kind of just hanging back, protecting England? Yeah, kind of, pretty much. During World I mean, War Two. So, they're in a fictional seaside town, and um, they're they're part of the Home Guard, which did exist, and. Not just old men, but other people who, for whatever reason, couldn't go to war because, of course, Pike's young. Yeah, um, but he's I, just an idiot. I can't remember the reason. <laughs> that was it. Uh, he failed the exam, which yeah. he had to... Because pretty much everyone... Like, conscription happened, so pretty much everyone was called up. Those people that weren't, um, if they were still patriotic, uh, joined the Home Guard and defended in Britain. Hence the very amusing title sequence. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> word... That, like, you guys are very good. You guys are the most, I'll just say self-deprecating, because I don't want, but, like, 
Jeepers creepers. I would have, have a little America. confidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have this thing like, yeah. Like they like this ironically like Mr. What what are the words like Mr. It's, Hitler? it's who do you think you're kidding, Mr. Hitler? If you think we're on the run, yeah. And then the whole thing is just the Nazi. That we are running away. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's a. Uh, so it's old men. So you're pretty close, you, yeah. And you don't get many uh, sitcom titles with swastikas. No. <laughs> <laughs> or talking about people having guns when yeah. they get home from. Well, we had uh, Hogan's Heroes. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I've heard... I don't know what it's about. Yeah, I don't know much about it. It was, POW, it was yeah. POWs. Oh, okay. But it was like... Oh, yeah, again, I know that from the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're always making radio shows. That's the... Um, my first note after uh, Mr. Hitler's song, mm-hmm. Jaunty and Depressing, <laughs> is uh, I don't understand these jokes. Um, they talk about nuns for about five minutes, mm-hmm. like looking at nuns' legs or something, mm-hmm. yeah. and I, I just didn't understand what was going on there. Okay. Well, they thought it was uh, that the Germans were going to disguise themselves as nuns. Mm-hmm. And so you look at their legs? Yeah, to see if they got hairy legs, so you know oh, that they're thinking, Germans. I thought it was a joke that, like, oh, nuns have varicose veins. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Because then there were jokes about, well, we wouldn't know what a nun's legs look like. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite sweet, I think. That Pike is very sweet. That's quite cute. Who, what was, who's Wilson? I forget. Uh, Wilson is... The volleyball. Sorry? The volleyball. Is there somebody called Wilson? Yeah, I think, like, John the Measure is Wilson, right? He's Sergeant Wilson, the posh guy. Oh. I just said, Wilson depresses me. I watch this very early in the morning. Okay. Sorry, is that not a thing? Am I upsetting? Well, no, I mean, I... So I rewatched. I mean, Dad's Army was... When I was a kid, I found it incredibly depressing. So I... It's always on. It's shot in a very dreary fashion, and it's full of old men. So when you're a kid... And it's about World War II. And there's only four... There were only four channels when I was a kid, so there wasn't that much choice. You're like, ugh, this again. Uh, I rewatched this episode and I thought god this is a perfect half hour television <laughs> I was like what a stupid kid I was no I like that like you can make literally four to five minutes of like that nun joke run. yeah like I didn't understand why they were doing mm-hmm. it but like it's not something that would happen over in the states yeah I think that's a really yeah I think the, the performances are so charming Rewatching it, and John Lemaire is also like I thought he was really sexy, which is very strange to say about an old man. But he's uh, he, there's something of the Peter O'Toole about him. He's so kind of languid and cool. And is that the guy who kind of he like he he? Uh, he's the one who doesn't put the detonators in, you know. Into right, the yeah, he was the only cool guy. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Again, I mean, I don't know if you. Got any thoughts about and class like, issues in the show? But class is quite a. Did you pick up anything about in this? In mm-hmm. this, no, I couldn't figure out. There were a lot of characters in this. <laughs> yeah, right. And a lot of them were yeah. similar looking old men. Uh, yeah, I can't tell old men one old man from the next. <laughs> and old the, man. the nuance of class. Yeah, I think they so. Captain Mannering, Captain is middle class. He's a bank manager, and although uh, his sergeant John Lemaire, although he works at the bank as well he's he's upper class so there's kind of a 
conflict there that his superior officer is, is which is one of the reasons why he doesn't take him very seriously when he says put the detonators in the grenades uh, he does he's just do like, it. I know what's good for this yeah. okay so now I know who we're talking about mm-hmm. so um, this is a show to reinforce the idea that the upper class people know what they're doing yeah, yeah, yeah we need to be kept in our place <laughs> seems very British as well right? <laughs> well I'm middle class so this is yeah we yeah we are self-deprecating <laughs> we're just the worst one we're not cool like working class people and we don't have any money so um so I think you answered this I was confused so was this like the first time Germans were ever on this show like were they oh, frequent um, no I, I think most of it was just kind of Little them getting into scrapes. I don't think that. I mean, I'm sure someone will correct me, but I don't think there were any other episodes where they were German because it didn't really happen very much. I right. That's okay. And the fish and chips bit. Mm-hmm. I would. I would recommend that one. That's He's taking the orders for fish and chips mm-hmm. with him translating. Yes. Very funny. Uh, so uh, other than that. They made a chimney sweep joke, which I think they probably make in every episode of every mm-hmm. British yeah. thing, every British movie. Was, was, there, was there not one joke in this whole... There's one joke in that... The reason why I picked this episode specifically is there's one joke in that half an hour that everyone thinks is the best joke ever, and they constantly play the clip. It's like a mi- can I Can I guess? Mm-hmm. Why don't we chop off their trouser buttons? <laughs> No, no, that's not it. I wish that was it. That I wish there was an alternative universe. Laugh. And I was like, all right, I guess so. And then they talked about the trouser button, and they kept calling it back. And uh, Yeah, that's that's Clyde Dunn, uh, who, who delivers that line. And he's, like, the only person in the show that I don't like. I think they're all adorable. Clyde Dunn's, like, he's, it's just too big, it's too broad. I think everyone else is quite naturalistic and charming. I think he's very irritating. Um, was there a joke that stood out to you? Uh, I thought you know, the the really old man who uh, Godfrey who had the grenade in his pants. Oh yeah, I thought that that was really funny when he was trying to get the uh, get the grenade out of his pants. He did kind of a funny dance. It was funny. <laughs> That's yeah, that funny so, dance is. So we well, didn't when, get it. We we're bad Brits. What's when when, when he thought classic. his legs were going to get okay, blown so, off. Okay, so perhaps the most famous joke in any episode of any British sitcom ever is when uh, Pike is up on the ladder and uh, the German is saying he's going to put, the German officer is saying he's going to put people on his list, he's making a list for after when the Germans win the war (laughs) Uh, and um, yeah, he's very worried about going on the list of course and he, he sings a song and the German officer says you're going on the list as well and he says what's your name and Captain Mannering says don't tell him Pike that's a, that's a, yeah. All right. You know what? That's the thing. It's, it's the, you know, it's been done so many times after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, like, I'm numb to oh, that. Oh, that's you interesting. Know? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. Influential, probably. Yeah. The Big Star thing. Mm-hmm. Did you start listening to Big Star after you heard all the bands that Big Star uh, influenced? You're like big star is not such a big uh, big deal. But they were a big deal. The big star phenomenon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Uh. I give that episode six out of ten. Oh, I'm quite pleased with that, Tom. Uh. Yeah, I'd probably say six out of ten too. I'd give it more if uh, they were meaner to the Germans. Oh, but it's, it's, <laughs> I think it's very sweet that they're not. 
I just didn't understand they were so worried about getting on the list. He's your prisoner. Take that list away from him. And it's that's true. The funny, it's that's true. the Tom. It's not like. Wow. And they buy them fish and chips. Well, maybe they should give that army trusting. a gritty reboot. <laughs> All right. The dad's army gritty reboot. Um, so, Faulty Towers next. Faulty Towers. Um, which, uh... Which was the, the only one you'd heard of. Right. And it's called yeah. The Germans Are Coming? It's just called The Germans. <laughs> <laughs> well, he says that a lot, right? The yeah. Germans right? After having rewatched this episode of Faulty Towers, again, I've seen again... They cut it slightly now when it's shown on TV because Faulty Towers be on about seven thirty, and I'm sure you can imagine all the other things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I've given this to them to watch." <laughs> Just like N word after N word and the W word. Yeah, I don't want to say either of those words. Um, all right, my notes for this: uh, all these episodes are about Germans, mm-hmm. but that's sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When he sees the doctor... Oh my god, that's so bad. Do they keep that in? Yeah. Again, to defend Faulty Towers, and I, I actually spoke to my dad about this, because after I rewatched the episode, I felt a bit traumatised about the first ten minutes of the show. Like, the stuff with the Germans is actually not that bad. No? The Germans are very sympathetic and normal, and it's right. Basil who's being terrible. Um, he's very scared of a black doctor. <laughs> He's just, like, startled and then just afraid to speak up. It's actually, like, for a guy that's, like, a, a dimwit and, mm-hmm. like, right? That's, uh... I'm not, I'm not holding that against yeah, the exactly. show. That's like, fine. That's because so it's you a character. It. Yeah. I was He's like, Dad, did yeah. you watch this in, like, 1973? You were, like, in your early 20s. Did you think it was funny? He was like, yeah, we loved it because we understood the sensibility of the people who were writing it. Like, John Cleese is obviously not a racist. This was a period of big social change where these issues were very prevalent and this show is just holding a mirror up to these stupid old bigots who are on their way out, you know, right. essentially. Okay, good. So, like, Carol Connor wasn't uh, a bigot, right? Okay, anyway. Uh, ingrown toenail humour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, that's a comedy staple, it's mm-hmm. got that. Not oh. much Prunella Scales in the episode, which I was disappointed about. I like her, so she plays Sybil. You know what? I thought she was just a little too, uh... Over the top? Yeah. I did... I, well, I think it's... I mean, it's a pretty broad show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I do like her in it. I, d- I was relieved after I watched it, and I was like, oh my god, what are they going to say about the racism in this show? Uh, well, the one, the I was women, the, with the brains like Swiss cheese. And hard. <laughs> Full of holes, yeah, very good. Um, yeah. But the only normal, sensible, rational person in that show is an American, so I was like, oh, maybe they'll... <laughs> uh, my favourite joke from that show was the uh, when the, the uh, old Trump racist thought <laughs> that the, uh, the moose was talking. That was amazing. That yeah. was really funny. Yeah, that was very, very funny. I agree. That's funny. Um, I was. I think Manuel, however, that that is just genuine racism. That's indefensible. Yeah. yeah. The comedy foreigner is. Yeah. Although. That actor, I'll give a lot of credit to. That fire scene looked incredibly dangerous. It's so much fire. Yeah. So That's much fire. Like and it did not look safe because it was like strobing yeah. on the camera and stuff. His hands were on fire, yeah. and just like it looks like right before they were like, 
Uh, it might not show up for the camera, so let's uh, pour gasoline all over these gloves. They like, made that like hyper real, and then that just made it when uh, Basil is shoving him in there and locking the door <laughs> all that much more horrific. Yeah, he's going to die. It's yeah. like those, those are the most stakes I've ever seen on a sitcom. Yeah. It is pretty high stakes. Um, and then the burglar alarm versus the fire alarm versus the real fire alarm versus the test of the fire alarm. My favorite Yay. thing that I've ever seen probably Aww. in my life. Like, I will go back and... Uh, Aww, I'm yeah. very pleased. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of... Uh, it had probably one of my favorite uh, like comedy tropes of just like a lot of misunderstandings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love just, that. yeah, I escalating really like that, misunderstandings. That woman who's kind of speaking on behalf of the hotel staff. I think she's very good in that scene. Yeah, it's a, I don't know who that actress is. And now was that like a big thing that was like uh, John Cleese is doing a funny walk? Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess you see Monty Python, right? Yeah. I mean, like, the Ministry of Funny Walks is kind of John Cleese's yeah, number one. Yeah, like, bit. oh, look, he's, yeah. he's playing one of his hits, mm-hmm. a yeah, funny I mean, walk. He, he does have very long legs. He's able to really kick him up high, mm-hmm. give him credit. Did you know, who, I suppose it says at the start, but if you picked up, did you see who he wrote the show with? Uh, with the lady, I don't know her. Connie Booth, yeah, because yeah, but... she was in some Monty Python and that's oh, how they okay. met. Uh, as an actress and then they got married and wrote the show together oh, I didn't know that mm-hmm. and they she were married for like the, uh, 10 years I think she's the American yeah, Polly well she's the only woman in this that isn't a nag so. <laughs> to be fair they're all awful it's not like women are poorly represented in the show I think mean, Basil is clearly worse than anyone yes um, so the line that I recognised from I think The Office mm-hmm. Was uh, don't mention the war and mention it once, but I think I got away with it. Yeah, is that that's that's the one you okay. you spotted it this time? Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Um, Grace explained it to me already. That scene, <laughs> rewatching the like, so Basil's had a head injury, so he's worse than normal, right. and he's being he's offending a very nice group of Germans <laughs> who are very understanding uh, until they burst into tears, and uh, and and I actually yeah I think I think that scene holds up. You know I think yeah. it's. I'm into it. Yeah, there's enough context. So it seems that like you quite like Forty Towers. Yeah. I, you know what? In terms of like classic misunderstandings, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, excellent special effects. <laughs> it was really yeah, good. It sounds work. like we're taking the piss, but it's a really there's a lot of fire. Top notch racism. <laughs> that, oh wait, that's what that's that's the only deduction I'm giving. Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm giving this like a I'm giving this a nine out of ten. Wow! This is uh, wow. This because like everybody told me, like my dad and like my grandfather was really into Faulty Towers. Really? I'm sure I'm sure my dad assumes that I saw this. Well, there's only twelve episodes. They're on Netflix. Yeah. This is great. Perfect. Yeah. So I'm 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 gonna watch all of Faulty Towers, and it's stupid that like it took like you forcing me to mm-hmm. do it. But hey. Yeah. What about you, Tom? I give it an 8 out of 10 because I'm not as tolerant when it comes to racism as Tim. Yeah, I, it, yeah, I mean... No, I'm kidding. I, but I do, I, I did feel bad. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah there's so many N-words. <laughs> right, right off the bat. Yeah, just the women versus Indians. Yeah, <laughs> that's, the one, that's the one scene they cut. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Understandably. I think you just can't have people saying that before uh, the watershed. 
Do you not have the watershed? No. Um, after nine o'clock on British yeah, TV, you can do you can whatever do you want. Like, mm-hmm, and we call it the watershed. You guys, anything goes after nine o'clock, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We so had, uh, that's going to fall soon in America. Uh, do you not remember seeing Dennis Franz's butt on NYPD Blue, Tim? I don't. That was big. Big deal. <laughs> he had a big butt. <laughs> he had a big butt, and you have to see it it's on big TV. in every sense of the word. Okay. The good life. Yes. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This out of context, I think, must have been baffling. At first, uh, my first note is, is this some sort of funny farm situation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because like they look, they looked out of the. It was like two, young, a youngish married couple, a little out of their element. Uh huh. Obviously, trying, and then they started talking about aren't animals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, is, this must be like people that moved out to the country no. to live a simpler life. No, like, no, no. But they are trying to live a simpler life. Yes. In some. Yes. A very like. When was this? 1977. But so, this was like, I think the series three Christmas special probably. So okay. Mid-70s this time. So is it like a 70s kind of like conservationist kind of thing or? Um, well, to, so the, if, the first episode of The Good Life is uh, Richard Briers, who's Tom. Is, he was really the only famous, he was like the, the star of the show really. Then they all became kind of famous afterwards. It was very loved. Um, he's heading to his 40th birthday and he works um, as a draftsman at a plastics company like designing crap you know mm-hmm. useless uh, with Jerry who's his neighbour okay. and um, he just is sick of it and decides that they're going to try and live self-sufficiently that's the premise of the show so self-sufficiency is what they're after okay uh, so uh, my second note was so they're poor Um, I mean they paid off their mortgage so they had the house right? Um, and it's a very nice house in Surbiton which is a real place and sort of the epitome of suburbia Um, and they just don't want to spend any money you know they want to be able to produce their own food make their own clothes spend as little money as possible I like this my third note is low key very sweet Oh, but also very depressing. Oh, <laughs> everything depresses you. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like the the like the video stock they use yeah. or something in filming some of this. Um, yes, I think the internal stuff on British sitcoms is 
odd because I think they shoot what's inside on video yeah. and they shoot what's outside on film. Absolutely. There's a brilliant Monty Python sketch about that, which is probably online, which is really funny because they're looking at the windows and going, oh my God, it's film! And it's, it's funny, but it's very, yeah, the video yeah. is not... But look, that was before Margot, that's her name, Margot? Yeah. She comes in my next one is Margot Rules. Yes, yeah, she's like incredible. she walks in the way she's like uh, she it, she walks in and introduces herself. Yeah, love yeah. that. It's me, Margot. <laughs> um, and then this turns into like yeah, she's incredible. A straight up like she doesn't understand the true meaning of Christmas. Absolutely, it's a proper and Christmas special, right? It's it's so good natured. Uh, oh. I learned that Christmas doesn't come in a van. Oh. Um, my next note after that is their lives are sad. <laughs> like I don't think that's what I was supposed to get out of it. Um, and then they swap wives at the Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, things are getting weird. Yeah, what, did, what did you think about the sexual tension in the show? It's pretty racist. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. But I also loved how like uh, the the main couple, mm-hmm. Tom and Barbara. Yeah, they're like they are so. In love. Uh, yeah, it's refreshing to see uh, a sitcom yeah, where, where they're, like, not they're not sniping at each other and like the, the punchlines aren't insults, mm-hmm. they're just like the way that like normal, well functioning couples mm-hmm. like razz each other or joke around mm-hmm. like in very nice sweet. Yeah. Or look the other way when the neighbor tries to yeah. Tom's reaction to that is really that's a lovely bit of performance by Richard Bryce when he sort of just holds his hand up to them when they're essentially <laughs> making out on the sofa. Um, yeah, I think actually you watch The Good Life and you're like, God, what's gone wrong? Because this is pretty progressive. Like the female characters in the show are kind yeah. of great, yeah. Um, and they're different. And there are there is elements of Margot where yes, she is a nag, but it's not about her being a woman. Again, it's about her aspiring to be right. a class above what she is, and she's very concerned with keeping up appearances, mm-hmm. which is another British sitcom. Um, and her husband seems to be just kind of like resigned to that, mm-hmm. like kind of given up on. Jerry's lovely, but he also obviously loves her. Right. Like, their relationship, you don't think, oh, he's stuck with her. I think he does genuinely love her. And um, Felicity kind of Barbara, I mean, she's, like, ultimate pin-up, you know, for kind of then and now. She's like, a babe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the way that she's dressed, it's so refreshing. She's just wearing jeans and oversized shirts all the time and doing that big glasses and her hair's all... She's, yeah, gorgeous. She's a proto-Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> It, it, something went terribly, terribly wrong, wrong in the ensuing 30 years. Yeah, she's not behaving like a child. <laughs> um, Alright, do you want to move on to... Oh, wait, I give Good Life... Is that what it's called, Good Life? Mm-hmm. Give that a 7.3. <laughs> this is a really good run. Uh, How about you, Tom? I would say 8 out of 10. I see you liked it more. Yeah. What did you, what did you like Same about it? Same as Faulty Towers? Yeah. You look like farce. There is nothing farcical at all in this. Yeah, but I'm with you that uh, it was just kind of like a nice show. Yeah. I, I, love, I, so I cool. love that episode. I mean, yeah. the good, out of all of these I've shown you, like, The Good Life is the one thing where I would have gone, I genuinely recommend this and I love it. And I always watch that at Christmas. And you might say, Christmas is cancelled, Jerry. You know, it's wonderful. So I'm revising. Tom, I'm 7.5. Okay. <laughs> uh, only fools and horses. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, I broke the rules a little bit. Oh, was there any, in the last one, was there any, like, classic line that we should be getting? No, I think, you know, that's, 
if anything, The Good Life is probably the arguable one about the canon. That's a very famous episode. It is shown every Christmas on BBC Two. Um, but The Good Life, if you were going to lift one out and you could have maybe replaced it with porridge or Hancock's Half Hour or something else, um, that would be the one that would lift out. So uh, that, that was a little indulgence on my part just because well, I really love it. That's also kind of what I liked about it, that there, it wasn't like flashy writing and it wasn't like clever writing. Mm-hmm. It was just like... No, it's just like the performance. Like, Those four people. Be, yeah, there's really not the be, like, a pun. Apart from anything. the weird delivery man who is also hilarious. Oh, yes. He likes noticing things is his hobby. Yeah, that guy was amazing. Yeah, yeah great show. Yeah, 7.7. Oh, my God. I forgot about that guy's run. He's really fun. The more we talk about this, mm-hmm. you should try to run up the clock on this one. <laughs> uh, only Fools and Horses yeah. from 89. Mm-hmm. I just was confused why it was 50 minutes long. Yeah, um, I did not realise the episode was 50 minutes long, so I do apologise. No, um, no, no, it was the first episode that was 50 yes. minutes Yes, oh, so you have done some reading up on it. Yes. Um, Cheating. Sorry. I was just confused. I was like, is this a movie? This could technically be a direct-to-video movie. I thought it was... Like, I checked the time at one point. Uh, because it took 15... Because <laughs> it's so boring. Well, it took 15 minutes for them to leave the apartment and have... I love that you just called a council flat an apartment. <laughs> the place where they the live. The place where they live, yeah. Where... It took 15 minutes before they left there and they introduced another character. Yes. Like, it was just the three of them. Mm-hmm. It felt like almost one shot <laughs> for 15 minutes of them arguing about selling the... The, uh, the flat. The flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was all quite topical, I suppose, that like people buying their council flats. That's... Yeah. The whole thing seemed very of its time. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. Because he was dressed as Gordon Gekko the whole day. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, they played the lady in red in that one scene. Yeah. Um, it's very nice. I mean, there is a specific reason why I picked this episode. going to computer class. Yes. <laughs> I think weird that, yeah, to go in at season six, to go in at the one where they go to 50 minutes, which is way too long for a sitcom. But people loved it so much, they just wanted more of it. But there is a reason why I picked this episode, and I wonder again. There is a scene in this episode, which is by far the most loved minute of comedy that's ever been and there's a whole Stuart Lee Stuart Lee's got a great show called uh, uh, it's called Comedy Vehicle Stuart Lee's Comedy Vehicle and they do a whole bit about this scene it's which which I will show you afterwards because I didn't want to ruin it beforehand yeah I blew it I mean I watched it Aww. and I was like why is this 50 minutes so you know did you Tim told me oh, I, I followed the rules and what did you think well, about Del falling through the bar <laughs> let's talk about the elephant in the room <laughs> The Wikipedia article for this mm-hmm. episode, one of the the subject headings is <laughs> the fall through the bar or the yeah. bar fall. Yeah. Um. So us. Uh, well, there, you know, there there we are. Uh, it was good. It was and when I here's the thing, I watched it before mm-hmm. I knew that it was so iconic. I, I thought it was pretty funny. It's a very good piece of it's physical good comedy. Fall. He falls yeah. incredibly. Yeah, I mean, he is well, he's straight, he's straight he's, the whole way down. He's hurt afterwards. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, wasn't scripted. Yeah. <laughs> there was no Matt there. That extra lost his job. He was, he was chewed <laughs> out by the dragon. I mean, David Jason is a, a national treasure. You know, so loved in this country. I'm not a huge fan of either Only Fools and Horses. Or He did a detective show called A Touch of Frost. 
that was incredibly popular. I've heard yeah. that, of that. Yeah. He's, and, and he's in like Open All Hours, and he's in Porridge. It, he's just adored. Um, so yeah, the, the falling through the bar. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. You know what this felt like? Because nothing really happened, right? Like, no. There was the thing where, like, um, he was... It's all the the character, right? Because, like, the younger brother is, like... Yeah, Rodney. Yeah, mad at the older brother mm-hmm. for being all materialistic and stuff, but then he's trying to impress a girl, and then mm-hmm. that was a very funny scene where he had her drop him off in mm-hmm. a mansion and all that. Mm-hmm. And I understood all that, mm-hmm. and then at the end, they're just kind of like, oh, you know, I fucked up, what? And then, oh, but, you know, she called back, and things might be all yeah. right. And yeah, yeah. It he was... ends up marrying her, by the way. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was like, the first time they met, but they... Yeah. See, the whole thing seemed like... You know how, like, a Judd Apatow movie <laughs> is, like, a regular movie, but uh, it's, like, three hours yeah. long? So, like, it doesn't really feel like... But, like, probably most of the beats in a normal movie are there just swimming in all this other stuff. It felt like that version of a sitcom. Like, they tacked on... It's 50 minutes instead of 25 minutes. Yeah. And it's just, like... 30 in England. We don't have right. That. But if it, if it were normal length, this would have been... Yeah. It would have moved a lot quicker, yeah. and I wouldn't have thought that nothing happened. But I kind of yeah. like that nothing happened. I kind of wish The Good Life was that long, too. Yeah. 7.9 on The Good Life. <laughs> I'm loving this. The more I think about it, the more intrigued the, I am. The, the Only Fools and Horses was the one re-watching it, which... I mean, I was never a big fan of Only Fools and Horses. But again, some of the reasons why I didn't like Dad's Aunt was dreary and depressing um and i never thought it was that funny uh basically i I made you watch 50 minutes or something so you could see a minute long scene that i could have just shown you on youtube um there are other episodes that i think are probably better and i could have picked one of the 30 minute ones but i think that's that is the most iconic moment in british tv history exactly uh so and that's and that's all that episode is it's literally all there is to that episode um what i did like about it um and again, I think the trouble with watching these episodes out of context is a lot of the pleasure of sitcoms is building up relationships with these characters and genuinely caring about them and having empathy for them. And without that, it's kind of not great. And what I liked about um, Only Fools and Horses was the scene when they're in the nightclub and Rodney's mate starts slagging off Dell and he leaps to his defence. And I think that's a really yeah lovely moment. Yeah, I could tell there were... Because he, he, he raised of, him, you got yeah. that right. I mean, they, they yeah. talk about that. He's basically his dad and his brother. Oh, right, okay. At yeah, first I thought he was his dad. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, so, it was great. And then the old man, I'm sure he was a beloved guy. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he added much to the program. <laughs> and I know no. he's probably since passed. Well, it was, it was a Coach Woody situation. They, oh, there was, yeah. Grandad was the character who was in the first couple of series, and then he died. Uh, and they replaced him with Uncle Albert. So it's an exact... They should have replaced him with a, a younger heartthrob. They should have just put Woody Harrison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that probably and... would have been harder to explain. <laughs> uh, why Why an American was now living there with them. I know Tim's brought notes, but Tom, I don't feel you've told me very much about what you thought about this show. I, I had some notes in my phone. Mm-hmm. I wasn't just, I just thought you looking were bored. at pictures. Uh, <laughs> I th- it was interesting in uh, how it was shot. Like, it was shot like a movie. 
That was the same video film. Yeah, situation. but I guess like once they left the the home. <laughs> you can say apartment. Sorry, I didn't mean to make you feel bad about it. Once they left the flat, then it was. They kind of didn't come back to the flat till the very end of the no, episode. No. So I was impressed that you know it was shot on location, like the except for the bar, which is obviously a. Set. Yeah, but even that, it was like, that was a pretty big set. Like, there was yeah. a staircase, yeah. and did they ever go back to that no, bar? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't I don't. Because that was so. the posh bar, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's a show, all these shows are about class. Yeah. There That's was, what? yeah, there was one joke in there that I didn't get uh, with with the girls that he was hitting on. I forget what it was. Oh, he was trying to uh, have sex with the girls. <laughs> no, no, I, I, got, I picked up on that. But they, like, made a joke at his expense that he didn't get. Oh, yes. No, I can't remember what that joke was. Um, but uh, yes, I yeah, do remember that. That's what I was afraid to it was, tell it, 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 was, it was a play on words, yeah. No, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember, but yeah. I, yeah, I think Only Fools and Horses is the one that, watching it as... Someone who's not British would be the one that's the most confusing. I don't think they're particularly universal themes. And no, they, and, and those you guys characters. call suspenders braces. Yes, we do. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's very confused. Well, we call, like, but they're suspenders if they're sexy. Stockings and suspenders, but braces are. So the little clips that hold up stockings. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do we <laughs> call those? Little clips that hold up stuff. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, like the, oh, a garter belt. Yeah, garter yeah. belt. Mm-hmm. There you go. You guys don't call it garter belt. No, garters are to hold your socks up, and people don't do that anymore. But that's yeah. Oh, and also, but they also garters with elastic. Yeah, yeah, but also garters are what uh, a woman would have like an ornamental garter at yeah. a wedding. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You ever seen a wedding where like a, a little elastic. kid has to take that off? No. Oh my god. <laughs> That's horrifying. Yeah, I forget whose wedding it was, but we everybody there should have been arrested <laughs> for letting that happen. I think I've only been to one wedding where where they did that. I feel like that's kind of gotten. I think it's going out, out of yeah. fashion. It makes yeah. everyone uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm not going to comment because I can't remember if my friends have done that at their weddings. So yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I like that all these are about class because we don't have that in. Uh... It's, it's a real. No, British we have that. The Jeffersons. Oh, that's true. Is yeah. that a remake of a British show? I've... No, that was a, a spin off of. Uh, all in Family. Yeah. Okay. See, like, if you. I mean, you. He's the only one, Norman. Uh, I've never seen any of these shows. Like, Three's Company, Full House. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, four episodes of classic American comedy. But, like, I think, like, beyond. 1990 I think we pretty much got the same cultural references but before that they're yeah. wildly different you just started watching all the American shows and we watched all the American shows and the British office <laughs> oh no no peep show spaced okay oh uh, uh, yeah we have the yeah. same yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah we're friends <laughs> <laughs> Zoe uh, oh only fools and horses Give it a, I'm giving it a five. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I don't think it's... Uh, I bet I would have been into it if mm-hmm. uh, I was the right age, yeah. which was the only thing on television. <laughs> and I, saw I wasn't. Eh, <laughs> Alright, 4.5. Uh, I would say a five. 
Okay. I felt like the... What did you like about it? What are those five points going to? Uh, Just the fall through the bus. It was well lit. I could see every character. Yeah, I could see all the characters. No, it wasn't bad. Like, uh, there was nothing, uh, there was no uh, racist in it. No, that's true. (laughs) It's got one up on most of these shows. Yeah. I did like uh, the, the the guy who was pretending to be Gordon Gecko. Like I thought that that was funny. David Jason. It's a very good performance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't like the younger brother. Yeah, Nicholas Lindhurst. And I felt like because his eyes were too close together. A little bit. But also, the him chasing the girl like that felt like the the plot that was like stretched out the most. Yeah, it was like. All right, we know what's going to happen. Like, that just felt a little... Yeah. You know where my 4.5 points are going Mm -hmm. to? Tell me. Pretty much exclusively to the fact that, like, he made that wager because he knew he was going to win. Yeah. So he was just trying to get money from his friends. And then in any other show, I feel like when he spilled the beans to her and been like, oh, I had a bet that... She'd be like, oh, 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 and like, then you'd have 10 minutes of him like trying to Mm -hmm. explain that, but she's just like, you know what? I know you're not a dick, uh, but I'm still confused, but we'll move past that. And uh, to me, I was like, thank you for not putting me through that contrivance. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's fair. We were also used to, you can see where a script is going. We know we're going to have to sit through 10 minutes of this and yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to see Peter Parker get bit by the spider again. Apparently not this time. Yeah, so, they're skipping yeah. it. Tim. Been, you know what? I, uh, <laughs> thrice bitten, <laughs> six times shot. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry. You can tell me he's not going to get bit by the spider. I still. I've seen Peter Parker get bit by the spider. He's every not, He already thing. exists as Spider-Man oh, in the God. Marvel Universe. Get bit by another. Oh Jesus! Oh, what's going to happen? I mean, all these movies now. All these Marvel movies are like. Or DC, or whatever. No, anyway, yeah, but like the Batman Superman, like the Batman Superman movies could be like they're gonna try to build it up when Batman comes into town, and yeah. like the first shot of it was gonna be like, no, we know, we bought a ticket for Batman. It's still a big deal when Batman comes to town. Yeah, Jesus. I mean to be fair, it's a big deal when Batman comes to town. Yeah. I'm I'm YouTubers, I'm, I'm pretty excited about Ben Affleck being Batman. Well, and, I, uh, I and, like Ben Affleck. And according to rumors, in this universe, Batman is like a hundred percent a rumor. Like there's no confirmed sightings Ooh. of Batman. So it will be a big deal when it comes to town. You've lost me again. Back up my I was on side. Um, anything uh, you would like to say, Zoe? Uh, thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much. What does only fools and horses mean? Work for a living. Yeah. Didn't you listen to the theme song? The theme song's pretty great. Yeah, the theme song is great. And it's, uh, sung by John Sullivan, who wrote the show, but it sounds like it's Rodney, and I always thought it was Nicholas Indus singing. Oh. Anyway. It is a pretty direct theme song. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, classic. I mean... The monkeys with the with the guys with the grinders, they work for a living too. Yeah, I guess so. I Amend think, the sun. <laughs> I think I'm probably gonna think of lots of things that I thought that I might say that I haven't, but I think that's probably I think I'm I'm surprised that you liked these shows as much as you did. I'm pleased that there were some that you really liked. Um and I think with Dad's Army and Only Fools and Horses You've been pretty fair. I think rewatching Dad's Army, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. But 
other than that, Tekken's I think army just seemed like a bad idea. Like, <laughs> I understand making Cocoon and being like, we're going to make a movie about old people and we're going to film it over two months. But, like, when you're like, I'm going to make a yeah. sitcom that hopefully will uh, yeah. last years. Let's get all these rules. It, it was on for like ten years. Yeah, I just feel um, like you're tempting fate there. Like, and they're, and they're like, well, that's why they have so many characters. all these people. It was different. They were probably like forty-five. <laughs> yeah. They were old, like really yeah, early back then. Hard living. Yeah. yeah, true. How come Mr. Bean wasn't on this list? I hate Mr. Bean. You hate Mr. Bean. Yeah. Right. Thanks I, a lot, Toya. Yeah. Uh, we gotta go. <laughs> I can't watch. Oh no, comedy, things going wrong. Like, Forty Towers is right on the edge for me. Uh-huh. Getting stressed out by things going wrong. I can't watch Bottom. I can't watch Mr. Bean. There's other, like, some mothers do have them. There's other shows that are just stuff happening like that. And it, uh, it really stresses I'm a very anxious person. And that stuff really stresses me out. I'm like, oh god, what if that happens to me? That. It's like when I watch Meet the Parents and I'm like, oh god, no. You know what? I'm a very anxious person mm-hmm. too. And I shared that. Mm-hmm. And then. There's a you can flip a switch if you mm-hmm. try hard enough where you're just like, oh, it doesn't matter. Bad things are gonna happen. I know bad it's things are gonna fantasy. happen, yeah, and true. it doesn't matter. And actually, it can be helpful to you because like they never, no matter how bad things get, mm-hmm. they they never think it's as big a deal as you no, do. It's true, and it's and also it's fiction. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can be like it, when bad things are happening to you, you can be like. What would Mr. Bean do in this situation? <laughs> to make it worse. It's cool. You can probably just not understand what's going on. You get it on a wristband. <laughs> what would Mr. Bean do? See, but Mr. Bean, uh, yeah, bad things happen and they pile up. But then in the end, it becomes somebody else's problem, not Mr. It's Bean's true. problem. Yeah, it's true. No, I, 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 yeah, I could have put Mr. Bean on them. But I chose not to. No. I mean, Good thing you didn't because I've already seen all the Mr. Beans. <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, if you were going to put a Rowan Atkinson sitcom on this list, I should have put Blackadder on it. But I kind of presume you'd seen Blackadder. Have you seen Blackadder? No. no. That was another one that might... But just yeah, watch it. It's really good. Maybe start with, like, the second series. The first series is okay, but it gets really... Like Parks and Recreation, it really hits its stride in, in the second series. I mean, Blackadder's wonderful, but I... Yeah, maybe I should have Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. I mean, you can till, still uh, suggest things to us. I... I you, I mean, or I, you could not care because, like, what do you care if I suck? Exactly. I, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't have to inflict my cultural interest on people. But I appreciate that you did. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you for uh, having us. You're our favorite person here. Thank you very we much. We so uh, the, the first uh, English person on the show. Yes, yeah. I thought that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, I mean. I hope I represented our great nation. <laughs> Well, um, I, I would like to say, I would like to say uh, that, amongst many other things, I am comedy programmer at King's Place, which is one of the ways in which I know you guys, and we book you for shows, and I hope you'll come back every year, forever. Um, and I would just like to plug comedy generally at King's Place, if that's okay. <laughs> King's Place in London, the best place. I wasn't sure how much you wanted to... Uh, no, I think that's it. okay, yeah. Okay, uh... uh the best place that we've ever... Like, Zoe, if you didn't take a chance and mm-hmm. book us mm-hmm. a few years ago, we might not even... We might not... We might have just, like, lost interest in, like, 
doing the podcast and everything. No, seriously, and be, because, like... And being friends. Yeah, me and Tom would have gone our separate ways. In fairness, ways. I've lost interest in being friends with you years ago. You're colleagues. Now, now, we it's have, very obvious. now we're co-workers. Yeah. As soon as the recorder stops, they just stop speaking to each other. Yeah. I mean, it probably would have been better. We would have, like, started new lives. Mm-hmm. We would have families. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, my both been rich. So you're saying it's my fault. <laughs> Six, successful captains of industry. <laughs> no, but thank you. Like, uh, you're, you, you, nobody did more for us than you. Oh, that's very and, sweet. And uh, in return, we came to your house, drank your coffee, mm-hmm. drank your water, mm-hmm. uh, went and rifled through all Re- your stuff. Refused your sparkling water. Yeah. And uh, made you talk for an hour. So uh, thank you for that, too. Uh, it, was, it was an honor. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Thanks, Joey. Thank you. <laughs>